1: And as always, celebrate. Hey, Lightyear's listeners, make sure to subscribe to Blue Wire Buckets. Blue Wire Buckets is a three times a week roundtable on NBA contact discussing the playoffs and storylines pertaining to the NBA at large. Here's a quick clip from our last episode.
0: I get buckets.
1: Welcome to Blue Wire Buckets. Sam is Fandiari from the Light Years Podcast. I'm pleased to be joined with Mo Dockhill from The Jump Ball. You may have read him on the Washington Post. You may have just seen him around. He's joining the Blue Wire team. And Kevin Johnson, founder of Kevin Jones. Wow. How do you get... <laughs> Sorry, I get into basketball mode and I'm thinking, you know, Kevin, I think Kevin Johnson. Sorry, KJ. Uh, KJ, founder of Blue Wire. How you guys doing?
2: I'm doing great. I might be calling KJ Kevin Johnson from
1: now on. I mean his his public rep right now is not the greatest, so that's not the Kevin he probably wants to associate with.
2: Oh yeah, I'm thinking we should start this over, but I'm going to let it fly because it's adding color. But I'm I'm a little I'm a little pissed off right now. But I guess we'll continue. I'll give you I'll give you this much. Uh, I I know his public rep's terrible. He was the first signature shoe I ever bought as a kid. He had some Converse, had the cool little like gel pocket things or whatever. And, you know, like I never got into Jordans. My parents would never spend the money for Jordans. But I, for whatever reason, was able to get some KJs.
1: Nice. By the way, Jordans were like three times. Like at this point, Jordans just cost like 20% more than your other like Right basketballs so at that time it was like three times it wasn't like you know well this is one fifty but this is one twenty it's like no this is one fifty but everything else is forty
2: dollars it just didn't make sense so that so it's like my parents were like no we're not buying you those shoes and I wasn't a big sneakerhead so it doesn't didn't matter but right. it was just like oh okay
1: so um so blue Iron bucket's gonna be a three. Three time a week roundtable, and for the playoffs, you know we're obviously gonna be reacting to the games of the night before. This is the first episode, so you know we had everyone go through game one this weekend. we got a lot of games to get to um This one's probably gonna we're gonna hit on more games on this episode than we will on upcoming ones just because of the nature of weekend scheduling of the first weekend of the playoffs. Let's start with this. I thought I thought the playoffs got off to a uh, fantastic start with that Philly Brooklyn game um, I kind of thought Philly would walk through Brooklyn a little maybe I was a little too high on the the collective talent Philly had I figured like okay they're not you know they haven't looked that cohesive this year but come on look at look at their roster comparatively and instead booze are raining on them in the middle of the first quarter Um <laughs> Mo, KJ, what were your thoughts watching that game? It was funny for me because
2: I kind of was on the same mindset as you, Sam. And, you know, and and I've had a lot of people tell me otherwise, like, no, Brooklyn's a team to be afraid of and and Philly's going to have problems. And, And it wasn't that I didn't think Brooklyn was good. It was just like you, I thought, just overwhelming talent, even with, you know, with the possibility of Embiid not playing. You, you know, I still thought like, listen, they should still really be able to put their uh, imprint on this game and, and really put pressure on the uh, on the Nets. And and you got to give the Nets credit for these those young kids for coming out and really kind of balling and D'Angelo Russell shaking off a terrible first half and having a quality second half. And then, of course, the fans just going nuts because that's what Philly does. Yeah, and I mean, the storyline that comes away from this is Amir Johnson pulling out his cell phone on a bench <laughs> and, and looking at it, like, and Ben Simmons in the locker room afterwards talking about the booze and just, I, I don't know, like Philly just seems like they're all hype. It's, it's one game. Let's not panic. They're probably still going to win this series, but to me, it just kind of solidifies, you know, Boston and, and Milwaukee are kind of a step ahead of them right now.
1: Yeah, the way I look at it is... <sighs> It's hard for me to like all the criticisms of them were kind of um, it had less to do with basketball aside from like, you know, they could probably use a little more shooting. Um, It had more to do with like a chemistry's off and. They basically like they proved it in the most aggressive way possible, you know, getting booed by their own fans. Ben Simmons clapping back at the fans, which I thought was just kind of like, come on, man, like grow up a little bit. And then like Embiid and, and Amir Johnson with the cell phone, just like, are you aware it's the playoffs? I don't know. The
2: the cell phone thing was really kind of surreal. Like that one, I mean, e- Doris Burke went in on them, you know, right after the, you know, on ESPN with, with that on the telecast. And it was just one of those things that just, it makes no sense. And, you know, the NBA has a rule, at least when I was in the NBA, there was a rule if you couldn't have cell phones on the bench. You we couldn't have an iPad on the bench. We had to walk an iPad out there. It wasn't like we couldn't transfer something wirelessly, you know, it had to be walked out there and things like that. Like that's how strict the NBA was. So that was a really just w- weird. I've never seen anything like that. I didn't quite understand it. And then when it came to the game, you know, I think it beats injury is. I think there's a lot more going on than, than we're being told about kind of the severity of it. And then just, Everybody just kind of put up a dud. I also don't expect them to shoot as poorly from three as they did that game. I'm pulling up the numbers right now. And, I mean, they went three for 25. Yeah. Like, they're not going to do that again.
1: So, two thoughts on that. Um, I thought Ben Simmons' response regarding the booing was immature and kind of entitled. Like, do, like okay, F- the Philly fans were a little over the top. But, like, end of the day, paying consumers, no one was really insulting you personally. You just kind of got to give them the – well, we got if we, you know, we didn't play well. If we play better, I'm sure they'll cheer. We, we want to give them a reason to cheer. You know, some sort of like, kind of boring answer like that. But um, to to the point with Embiid, um, I think Embiid hit on. How do I put this? He he, kind of um, he he said in his rant regarding the booing. You know, we missed a lot of shots. I'm sure if those shots were falling they would have been cheering instead of booing and, you know, we should have done other things, but like he kind of really pointed out the fact that like, he just thought they missed a ton of shots. He, they, he thought they had a good game plan for him. They just couldn't hit anything from outside. Um, what, what I was going to say to, to Mo's point about <laughs> Embiid, it crossed my mind more than once would Philly, cause he looks very limited Mo, Do you agree with me? There were times where I was like, Oh, he looks fine. And then other times where I was like, no, 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 no yeah. he's hurt. Something's wrong. So it, it And you wonder if they'd almost be better looking at, like, severely cut, like, not using him like Joel Embiid, best player on the team, but, like, cutting his minutes back because they might be better suited just running a little more, and he can't run right now.